What's up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Today is Friday. Yes, we finally made it. We finally made it to Friday. I know, I know. You guys were like, where the hell has X Button Podcast been? Well, I've been streaming a lot, and I've been working a lot. Your boy's been doing a lot of overtime, so it's been hectic the past couple weeks. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if the episodes have been kind of trickling out slowly, but they are still coming, so no worries. We do have a lot of news today, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I plan on doing the Breath of the Wild review today. Hopefully the news doesn't take up the entire time. Uh, so that is the plan. Uh, forgive me if we don't hit that, but uh, there is a ton of news and there is a ton of gaming to talk about. Uh, I hope everybody's having a fantastic week, man. Uh, outside of work being hell for me, I think life has been great. You know, loving the people I'm around. I'm loving my friends. I'm loving my my uh, my family. I'm getting to see them a lot and, and spend a lot of quality time with them. So very few complaints over by my side. Outside of some like small nuances, I'm, I'm really having a, a fantastic point in my life where I feel like I'm able to <clears throat> outwardly express myself creatively by streaming, by doing the podcast, by uh, just being more open with people. And I, I've absolutely enjoyed every little bit of streaming and, and doing all this stuff to like kind of show that I'm not just like a, a wall, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm very introverted and I, I like, uh, cracking that shell a bit. So I hope you guys have been able to check out the stream. Uh, the link is in the description. If you haven't already seen it, liked, subbed, whatever, uh, it is there. I stream, I, I'm trying to stream a variety of things. I don't want to become that streamer. That's like only known for one thing. Uh, like I streamed a lot of call of duty this week and I'm like, ah, I don't like that. You know? Uh, even though viewers do peak sometimes when I play uh, Call of Duty, it's just like, I don't want to be the Call of Duty streamer, you know? Uh, I'd, I'd like to be a variety of things. I want people to come for, uh, hopefully, my personality, my 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 jokes, things like that, instead of just Call of Duty. So, uh, I mix it up a bunch. Like today, I played Gran Turismo 7. Uh, randomly turned that on. Uh, met some new people on that and uh was knocking out the licenses on there and that was pretty fun and i there's other games i want to hit up too like plague tale all kinds of stuff that i want to i want to get to on there so uh yeah come if you want to check out a bunch of you know video games being streamed i'm actually in the process of trying to edit some of those into full videos like i streamed the entirety of resident evil 3 uh, i'd like to cut that up into a playlist so i'm trying to figure that out right now uh it might take a while for me to get that done but i am uh I am happy of how that stream went. I met a lot of people through Resident Evil, you know, that, and that's the benefit of trying new games and trying different games on stream. You run into different audiences, and that's the joy. That's the that's the the beauty of it. Uh, running into car fans with Gran Turismo, running into horror game fans with Resident Evil, like uh, it, it ranges. So, the more variety I provide, the more subscribers I'm finding. So, <laughs> uh, that's the plan. I want to grow that into something that we can actually have a lot of fun with and. Uh, you know, just just spread the wealth, spread the the X button podcast into something bigger. So any support you guys can show that way is greatly appreciated. Uh, other than that, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Instagram is mystic.maddox. TikTok is the X button podcast. Uh, damn near everywhere. And uh, I've been posting even little clips from my streams on those. So I plan to post more this weekend whenever I get a chance to edit. So look out for that as well. Um, other than that, I guess I can kind of get into what I've been playing. It's not a lot, but, uh, oh, well, let me actually address why I was off Wednesday. And as I said, life was just kind of crazy. 
uh, a lot of overtime. I did some streaming that night, and I think it kind of like ran me dry. So I was like, I don't even know if you know. I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the the momentum that I wanted to have going into a podcast. So yeah, uh, all in all, all that being said, it was just an off day for me, and I am glad to be back today. I'm glad to have another uh, a new episode of the podcast out. Um, it feels weird now because I get to talk like all day on stream. And then I get on here and it's like isolated. I'm not talking to anybody. Uh, so it feels like very, very withdrawn from what I'm starting to get used to. And, and that's me being on stream and people being there, being able to talk to them. So I don't know. It's, it's weird. But I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I'm trying to make it a little bit, you know, uh, more consistent into like kind of what you're, what you're getting out of the podcast. I, I'd like to advance it more. Uh, I definitely need to have more guests on again. Uh, it's just time i mean jesus there's so much stuff going on in everyone's lives that i'm like where is the time to do anything nowadays but uh with me trying to stream with me trying to progress things it, it also gets in the way of trying to expand to certain areas and you know i don't know this is all locker room talk basically what i'm saying is i'm trying my best uh so i hope you guys are appreciating it uh that uh, certain episodes are coming out, you know, we're getting the stream, things are moving and, uh, I appreciate anybody sticking with me and anybody, uh, checking me out for the first time. My name is Jordan. I love video games and we're here. Uh, other than that, I been reading one punch man. That book is so great. Like I'm, I think I'm on book, uh, I think I'm on book 16. <sighs> I'm getting close to the end of season two. It's slowly building up to it. Uh, and I think they just introduced the final boss of season two and, uh, apparently it's going stupid going like super crazy. Uh, after that in the later arcs in the current arc, like the latest chapter apparently was nuts. Uh, I didn't get to see it yet. So I am trying to work my way towards that. I currently have all, all of them, but two, I needed uh mango 21 and 22 and then I'll have all 23 of them until 24 comes out in November, I think. So been reading that. Uh, that's been amazing. Satom is the man. Uh, I need to start reading Fire Punch. I read something else recently. I've been reading uh, book 10 of Berserk. And yeah, that's basically it. There's, there's just a bunch of shit coming out, you know, that I need to, I need to stick with. Uh, but that's been my manga stuff. Movies. Uh, I, I need to watch Triple R on Netflix. I heard that's really good and really funny. Uh, very good, very funny on uh, Netflix and I'll get around to that. I'll probably actually watch that this weekend and come with a review on Monday if you guys are interested at all uh, in that. Um, so look up for that. And uh, let's just get right into it. No more lollygagging. We have a lot to cover today, and uh, I kind of want to get into it. So let us uh, let me adjust myself. Let me adjust myself. All right. So the first thing, Skate 4 is officially called Skate, and it will be free to play and have cross-play and cross <laughs> So, skate fans uh, can sign up now to test an early version of the game. I want I signed up, but I don't know if it went through. Uh, I might need to double check that again. But uh, yeah, basically, and, and I'm I'm a little worried about this. Okay, this is good news and bad news. And th- and this article was written by I'm gonna go ahead and give credit Adam Bankers on IGN. <sighs> I'm worried, boys. I'm worried, boys and girls. There is a lot of things. There are a lot of things that are good and bad about being free to play and uh, live service which this is leaning into both and part of me is like okay you know it might be okay it might be cool 
other part of me is like, you see examples of it not working out. You know, Halo came out, landed flat on its face. Uh, I'm sure there's some other examples that I just cannot think of right now, but that is the probably the most recent one I can think of where I'm like, it came out, they tried to do the live service thing and they didn't update the game. They didn't, they didn't provide enough value there for people to stick with it. And I think that's the issue. So I'm really, really worried when they, they announce this for skate. Cause I'm like, yes, on one hand I'll be able to play skate and it's going to be free. Cool. Is it going to hold up? Are the challenges going to be there? Is it going to be a full game? I mean, I mean, that was part of the issue with infinite was the fact that it came out. It was free to play. The multiplayer was kind of separate released and then the campaign came out and then you're just like, okay, now that I beat the campaign, what do I do? Play multiplayer. Well, you had been playing that for an extra month. So like that was already kind of running dry and it didn't update anything. Like it did a little bit of tweaks with like the, the battle pass progression, which was already kind of screwed at the beginning. But that's the biggest failure you have with games like this. That's the issue is you need to have a consistent stream of content, a consistent stream of updates at the very least letting us know or even just like contact and be like yo some stuff's coming halo was kind of just like yo stuff's coming don't know when oh it's gonna come around this time delayed just like all right well what the fuck what do you want us to do with this game right now like and that's what i'm worried about here but let's read a little bit more let's see what adam bankers has to say about it uh well i guess he's referring to full circle full circle explained a bit more about the free-to-play model skate uh saying that the team laid down hard ground rules when designing how it will look in regards to microtransactions. The four rules they shared are as follows. No pay to win. Cool. That's the, that's basically the, the Bible when it comes to free to play nowadays, no map areas locked behind a paywall. That's dope. Great. I mean, I don't see why it would be, but dope. Cool. No paid loot boxes. Awesome. That's that, that's three great things. And no paid gameplay advantages, which I, I think is kind of the same thing as pay to win, but whatever. Um, and they're doing a lot of play testing. So, like, on one hand, I am worried just from the examples we've seen of games going free to play lately. It's been a very wild roller coaster when it comes to these type of games, like going switching to this model because it's like it, it becomes a money hungry thing, and you have people needing their money, obviously on their end and their their higher ups and whatnot. They want to make money from the product, and then you have the customers who want to pay the least amount of money for more content. So it's like, it's a tug, it's a tug of war whenever you go uh, free to play uh, live service sometimes. But this all sounds very, very positive. I'm glad they came out, out the gate, especially coming from EA of all, of all things. Knowing these things out the gate is like, that's a big thumbs up. The main thing we need to see is constant stream of content. And as I said, that's the most important thing outside of these four tenants that they've laid down the constant stream of content needs to be there for people to keep the game relevant in their minds and keep it as a, as a steady thing that they come home and go, Hey, let me turn it on. Let me get on there. Um, and I think they, yeah, like I said, they, they it's in a pre, pre, pre alpha stage is what they call it. And the, uh, EA began, began, hmm, began recruiting playtesters for skate in June. So if you are interested, the, uh, the recruitment is still up if you want to do that. But, um, yeah, I hope this new team that they put together that, uh, they kind of put together for this project, I really hope they're, they're doing the right thing. Like, you know, it sounds like they are, it seems, it seems like they're very open about what the players want. And that is something, again, it's something rare, you know, like a, a, a franchise that you kind of see like this, that's like beloved 
by who you know it, it's kind of like a cult classic for like the skate fans and to see it come back and be like hey you guys have a hand in this and developing it we're uh it's going free to play but hey don't worry all these ground rules are in place for our development team and we can it's kind of going hey you can hold us accountable if we fuck this up and i will if they do any wrongdoings if they if they mess up any of this I'm, i'll be on here first to be like yo this is bullshit and i'm a diehard skate fan so uh, i'm praying to god that it, that's not the case but uh, i will be playing hopefully day one uh free to play so i assume i will be and um also i know it's free to play but put a platinum on there you know what i'm saying don't don't ease up on the trophies. Don't get it twisted around here. We're still trophy trophy guy, plat guy. All right. Uh, anyways, let's move on from that. A uh, small little tidbit. I don't think it's the biggest of news, but Konami. When this is by Ryan Dinsdale on IGN, Konami is reinstating delisted Metal Gear games for series's 35th anniversary. Yes, it is the 35th anniversary, and um, or it's going to be 35th anniversary. I think next year. Uh, let's read it. Konami is preparing to reinstate the Metal Gear games it temporarily removed from sales as the series celebrates its 35th anniversary. As reported by VGC, let me click on VGC so I'm not ripping off this article. Uh, today marks the 35th anniversary, which is yesterday, of the, uh, actually two days ago, of the original Metal Gear. And the official Japanese Metal Gear Twitter account posted a tweet celebrating the occasion. However, awkwardly, fans still can't play many series entries on modern consoles due to them having been pulled from storefronts last year. Konami said on Wednesday the games would return soon. The Metal Gear series launched on July 13th, 1987. And this is the Metal Gear series, not Metal Gear Solid, but Metal Gear. Uh, Metal Gear. Celebrates its 35th anniversary today. The tweet reads, We are preparing to resume the sale of titles that have been temporarily suspended. Um, so what does this mean? Uh, it, 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 it sounds like they're kind of reinstating the ones that were not... Uh, that, that were delisted before. Um, they actually have the list that... Um, okay, the full list of games that have been temporarily removed from sale and are presumably the ones being referred to in Konami's new tweet are as follows. And this is what they list. Um, for PS3, they say Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, Metal Gear Solid 1 HD Edition, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 for Vita, 3 for Vita, HD Collection for Vita, HD Collection for PlayStation Now, HD Collection for Xbox 360, Snake Eater 3D for 3DS for some reason, I doubt that's the case, um, Substance, 2 Substance for GOG, 2 HD for NVIDIA, and 3 HD for NVIDIA. So... On one hand, you go, okay, they care about the franchise. I was just thinking about it. I was like, oh, man, I would love to play these games. Uh, it's great that they're actually going to this extent of, like, making it available again. But what does this really mean? Is this just going to be available on the consoles that these were delisted on? Or are they going to be releasing a new version, you know? Is there going to be um, is there going to be a, a remaster? Is there some type of new thing that they're going to do with it? Are they just going to make it available on PlayStation uh, Collection? Like, there's a lot of questions there, but it is nice just to know. And as I said, I didn't want to make this, like, a big hype beast topic because it's not really a hype beast topic. It's one of those things, like, you're like, all right, well, you know, it is what it is. It's it's, it's just, like, this can mean millions of things, and Konami's so cryptic that we won't really know anytime soon. But uh, it sounds like, on paper, they are like, hey, we didn't forget about this franchise, and that's, the, that's bigger news than what I expected to be because, obviously... Uh, that franchise is long forgotten about because 
Konami doesn't give a shit. They've been doing other things this whole time for, you know, since uh, the splitting of Metal Gear Solid Five. Like, there hasn't been a lot going on on that end. And then they did that dumbass uh, zombie horde mode game, Metal Gear game that was Metal Gear Survive or whatever. It's just like, how how could you drop the ball that viciously with a franchise that's so beloved? I mean, when people think gaming, people think Metal Gear. Like, that's one of the big pillars that people bring up. So, yeah, hopefully some remasters will happen. Hopefully a remake will happen. There's a lot I wish would happen with this franchise, but I'm not holding my fucking breath, okay? Like, and neither should you. It's one of those things you can't really get excited for it anymore because we've been teased. We've heard so many rumors. There's really no hope. Let's just act like it's never going to happen. And if slash when it does, it'll, it'll surprise us even more. It'll blow our minds. Um, so yeah, nothing to get too excited about, but could be cool. Has potential. Could be cool. Has potential. So next up is from the PlayStation blog, uh, introducing PlayStation stars, an all new loyalty program. Join for free, compete or complete campaigns and earn rewards. This is by Grace Chin on the PlayStation blog. Uh, today I'm pleased to reveal PlayStation Stars, a brand new loyalty program that celebrates you, the player, for being on this ever-growing gaming journey with us. PlayStation Stars will be free to join when it launches later this year. Uh, once you become a member, you'll earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities. Our monthly check-in campaign simply requires you to play any game to receive a reward, while other campaigns require you to win tournaments, earn specific trophies, or even be the first player to platinum a blockbuster title in your local time zone yes the race is on boys and girls it is time to actually be the first to get a platinum and you might get a little reward it might be an emblem it might be something small but they do specify that it can one of the rewards can be psn wallet funds which i think is pretty cool um now what what is the extent of this program obviously we're going to need some more details but uh one thing i am hoping for is that there are like for instance on Nintendo, as you buy games, physical or digital, you get these platinum and gold coins. They equate to different things. You can use those coins for digital things, like uh, emblems, you know, stuff like that. Or you can use that to get money off of a purchase. So, uh, as this one says, you can, uh, what does it say? All. All PlayStation Stars members will have opportunities to earn loyalty points. Play uh, Points can be redeemed in a catalog that may include PSN wallet funds and select PlayStation Store products. As an additional benefit, PlayStation Plus members enrolled in PlayStation Stars automatically earn points for purchases on PlayStation Store. So, cool, but like, what does this fully entail? I'm sure we'll get some sort of money off of purchases, maybe. Maybe, like, like Nintendo does it, which would be awesome, because I buy a lot of PlayStation games. And... Uh, one thing I kind of wish is that it would be cool to like earn X amount of credits, points, gold coins, trophies, whatever you want to call them, and use those to get a game. Not a, not a full game, maybe. I mean, I, I think that might be asking a lot from them because that just doesn't sound realistic. But it could be it could be possible, you know. Uh, for instance, like if it was like, hey, uh, I know Stray's gonna be free, but like an indie game like Stray, kind of Stray's coming out. Let's say it's twenty bucks on the store. And then you earn enough coins or whatever, whatever the points are on this on this program, and you can basically get it for free as a reward, as something you can actually purchase with your, your with your points, or 
Uh, I wonder if it would be like just like money off, kind of like I was saying with the Nintendo stuff. But this has a lot of promise. I am I am very excited for this actually as a trophy hunter. Very very excited. Uh, I don't know if it matters <clears throat> that the that the platinum first in your region is going to be like a reward thing. I feel like that's mainly unrealistic for a lot of games because certain reviewers and podcasters and stuff out there get the games early. Uh, hopefully I get to that one day, but, uh, people get the games early and they plat early. So like, you know, on paper, all that, all those gifts are going to go to streamers. So, um, hopefully it's not the case. Hopefully it's open to everybody. Hopefully there's a, a start and an end date instead of it being like pre-release people platinuming the game and then getting the stuff. But I'm sure they, they've thought of a way around that. Hopefully, at least I hope they have, but yeah, that has been the PlayStation Stars program. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see it in action. There's not a date solidified yet, so let's just be on the lookout for that. And I'll definitely cover more when it gets, you know, fucking shown. Um, uh, this goes everything in console critically acclaimed games. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was just reading that. Sorry. Um, then the last bit is my glorious, my long-awaited, my mysterious. Breath of the Wild review. So, if you haven't heard, your boys played Breath of the Wild fully. I've beaten the game. Yes, give it, give it up. Wow, I'm I'm doing this with absolutely no hands. That's crazy. Um, yes, your boy has beaten it fully. And I know you guys are thinking, what the fuck? Well, what the fuck? What, what took so long? It's you know, it came out in 2017. Let me drink Wawa. Sorry. I'm talking a lot today. Um, so. I can feel my voice like going a little bit. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, Breath of the Wild is a game. I, I, I've always said it. I, I've preached it up and down. Breath of the Wild is one of those games that I, I heavily slept on. And I was like, I was looking forward to hopping back into it because I was like, you know, you never know what it could really turn into at this point because it's it's one of those games that's like, it's highly regarded, right? Like a lot of people love it. And it's a lot of pressure because I'm like, at first, I was like, all right, it's just not for me. So coming out of that hole that I was living in where I was like, hey, uh, it, the game's not that special. It sucks. You know, da-da-da-da. Uh, I was preaching that for a while. And after playing the game, I can proudly say that my opinion has changed. Has it changed fully? Probably not. But it has changed to an extent that you guys might appreciate a little bit more than me just saying the game sucks because it definitely doesn't suck. Going into it, there's a lot of issues I had. Weapons breaking. The weather stuff. Um, some of the physics can kind of fuck you over sometimes. Climbing in the rain. Like, you know, all this kind of stuff. All of it, I mostly grew to love. There are a couple things I didn't like. Like, um, mainly the rain climbing was, like, so stupid. If it rains, just ha if it happens to rain, you can't climb shit. Like, you can, but it's, like... You, you'll keep falling down. You keep sliding down. It's not worth it. So uh, it becomes a point where, like, it's a give and take. You're like, okay, well, I love the game so much, but why does it have this mechanic? And I get it. I get it. It's if it starts raining and you're just out and about, you kind of you may get fucked over. It might be, like, something you have to deal with at the time. I get that. It's like you're, you're out in the wild. I get it. But there are times where I'm like, okay. For instance, there was this one point. I was trying to kill this monster. And it was like in a hole or something. I kill it. It, uh, it takes me a couple of tries. I die a couple of times. 
because I suck, obviously. Um, I go down, I kill it, and right when I get done killing it, it starts raining, and I'm like, okay. And the main way up, the hope, the main way up at the time, I didn't have Revali's Gale, I didn't have anything. I was like, uh, I guess I gotta climb. I start climbing, rain, constantly sliding down. I can't get out of the fucking shit. So I had to like restart my game, like turn it off, turn it back on, hopefully praying that it doesn't like give me that RNG again. But uh, obviously it is, I don't know. It, it, it's such a non-issue because like once I kind of figured out that you can kind of cheese it by getting around it, you know, turning it off, turning it on, whatever. Revali's Gale helps a lot. Like, yeah, there's a lot of abilities to kind of counteract that. But <clears throat> for something, for a game with like such intricate climbing mechanics and like very well done climb anything mechanic like it's so great like i absolutely love that but like you know that is one like thing in hindsight i'm like eh, i don't know then another issue i have and i, I might as well get the issues out of the way because there are fewer issues than before um some of the features i wanted were in the dlc and i got the dlc it's not it wasn't an issue when i was playing it because i got the dlc but before I got the DLC, it was an issue. Like, uh, if you leave, if you leave like maybe thirty feet away from your horse, you can't call it. And then you fast travel somewhere, you got to go find a stable. Like that is just an extra step for no fucking reason. It's it's like you're doing so much walking, you're doing so much hunting. Nothing's stopping you from still traversing different areas, obviously, because you have to like get the the fast travel points and stuff. There's many ways that can keep you on your feet and not just fast travel. And not just like get on a horse or whatever. Horse doesn't save you from anything really. But it just makes the traversal faster for the most part. And the issue there is if I can't call it, I have to go find a stable. If I can't find a stable, I'm literally walking stranded on foot. And it's like one of the worst feelings in the world. The DLC lets you call your horse from wherever you are no matter what. So I'm like, boom, I'm fine with that. Uh, one added plus that the, the DLC does is that it lets you get a fast travel point anywhere you want. You can just drop it. So... That, that thing is cool, obviously. that might, That's a little bit more, like, convenience than anything. But the horse one was just like, wow. Not having a horse at the ready is just such an inconvenience. It becomes an annoyance. You know, put it in the same bucket as the climbing with the water or the rain. So, all that aside, I, I think that's really it at this point. Like, I, other than that, I grew to like the weapons breaking. It sounds weird. I hate weapons breaking in games. I fucking hate it. And part of me still hated it in this game. Part of me. But for the most part, I was like, oh, okay. They break, but you get a lot of weapons. Right? That's that's the big twist to it. So I was like, oh, I don't need to, you know, I can just use this fucking weapon as much as I want. And then there will be something else there. Like, I, I've, I've at many points had full inventory of my bow, of my, of my arrows, of my... Not my arrows, actually. That was kind of a struggle to find. But uh, the swords and the shields, like, I, I had max of those at all times. So it was never really an issue to, like, of finding weapons. It might be levels of, like, okay, my 52 weapon broke. Now I got to use this 30 weapon. But, like, for the most part, near the end game, I had multiple 52 level weapons. And going against Ganon, I guess that's another downsized Ganon, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, you know... Uh, by the end, I had a ton of like 50s, had a couple 60s. Uh, the, I had the Master Sword, which was great, which is fully charged automatically whenever you fight Ganon. And another thing in the DLC is you can uh, do a, a quest, get a get a motorcycle, obviously, and 
Uh, there's also a quest where you can like fully max out your master sword. So no matter what, at any point you can have it at a 60 damage instead of a 30, which is cool. And one thing I love about the master sword is you can actually use the shield with it, which Adrian, friend host of the show, pointed out. That is love. Like I, I, I love that feature. Obviously, why would you not? That's what he always does in the games. But I, I love that it's like that and not just some like two hand bullshit because uh, I could have easily changed it up for this game. The story was great. I actually did like the story. I thought the idea of like trying to reconnect with these old memories and these like this old history around the world that you were kind of like reigniting to like fight this ancient beast was kind of sick. And I love that like Ganon didn't talk, you know, he was like, he was a monster. He's a, he's a virus. He wasn't really a, a human that was like, or not a human, but he wasn't really whatever race he is. He wasn't just like a, a dude. He was like a monster. It was just like this fucking creature is in there and we got to get it out. And it's Ganon. And it's not just Ganon. It's Calamity Ganon. This one's ending the world. Like he's just destroying everything. And he just wants to, you know, kill everything. And I'm like, cool. So after doing the Divine Beast, which I thought the Divine Beasts were probably some of the funner parts of the of the game, simply because they were like kind of like the old school dungeons. I liked the characters you meet in those, like Rivali. Uh, I liked the uh, Urbosa. Urbosa was cool. Uh, the other two names escaped me, but uh, their storylines were so great. Like I love that they're not just hey go knock out the dungeon. They're starting this village, talk to these people see what's going on every person you talk to is like hey we're having this issue or we're having this this hindrance something is happening we sent our guy over here to do something we might need him for this as well and you have to go find that guy and it's like okay well i'm the guy but like you know i have a lot riding on this da, 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 da. we got to go get this done or like there's a lot of trouble that could be had i need to trust you like it wasn't just like Hey, uh, hey, random guy, we need help with this thing. It was just like, we, how can I trust you? We got to put you in a battle. We got to go find these people. We got to go do this. We got to go do that. And then we can go fight alongside each other for this divine beast. And then the divine beast had fragments of Ganon. It had the blights of Ganon. And those battles were dope as shit. Like, I absolutely love those. Um, I think for the most part, they were pretty simple. I think the, the divine beasts themselves were pretty simple, except for the I, I'm not hating on like the difficulty of the camel one, but I didn't like the mechanics. The idea of rotating those fucking middle pieces were just so time consuming. Like I, it, it made it to where it's like, it's not difficult, but like trying to like constantly move these jigsaws just so you can see the pieces was like, I don't know. But overall that part wasn't too bad. Um, I think <sighs> I'm trying to think of my favorite part. Sorry. I really like Rivali. I really liked his storyline. He's kind of like an anime rival, which is kind of weird. Um, and then the scene, and I, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a scene near the final battle where it kind of calls back to the Divine Beast if you get it, if you get them all. And uh, that part is super dope. Like, they, you have, like, a big, another anime moment where, like, they're all, you get to see all the kind of people that you've, you've ran into. And it's just, it's sweet, man such a sweet game man it, it, the way they set it up it's so different than some of the other zeldas and i on one hand absolutely love the idea that it is constantly being zelda while also constantly being something entirely new compared to any of the other zeldas it is a world built around figuring stuff out on your own 
and driving your own creativity to make your way through this journey. Adding to the idea that this is your journey, not just anybody's journey. My my journey was not the same as Jim's. Jim's journey was not the same as Adrian's. Adrian's journey was not the same as Jake's, whatever. Uh, was not the same as Groove's. It was not the same as Steve's. <laughs> um, so that idea is like so cool. Like I, for instance, like there's so many small moments where like I tossed a bomb and one of the creatures started kicking it or like I knocked the head off a skeleton. I picked up the head. I was like, well, what, what happens if I pick up the head? The body starts chasing me. I'm like, Oh shit. I go to the edge of the earth and I, I hit a to throw it. He doesn't throw it. He drops it and kicks it like a soccer ball, the skull of an enemy. And I was like, that's fucking dope. Then Obviously, you have your Korok stuff, which are spread everywhere. You can find them damn near nonstop. Um, and obviously, the shrines. I think the shrines, my favorite type of shrine, honestly. And this is going to sound kind of dumb. Uh, and it's only because I like them in real life. But the the marble puzzles where you kind of like move the ball with the gyro. Uh, or some people say gyro. No, I'm just joking. Gyro, whatever the fuck. Uh, that's the food thing. Not the. I know, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, but the... Using the, you know, the gyro or whatever to move the ball across the thing or like have to quickly flick something to to knock it into place. I love those ones because that's all physics based. It's all about getting it on your own skill. Uh, and I, I love stuff like that. My The ones I didn't like the, a lot, a lot of, the ones I didn't like a lot were the ones that were the test of strength. I, I Those were quick. I like how quick they were, but I didn't like that it was the same enemy. He might have had like slightly different tactics sometimes, but it was like, okay, you know, it's kind of mid. Like I, I just, I, I'd rather do something more creative, like puzzle solving, like the ones where you have to like, you know, turn the the thing, the big fans of air, or like move the marble in certain spots, or uh, do the gyro thing. You know, like I, I like all those. So, all in all, as I was saying, back to my point before I strayed away from it again, the game rewards creativity, and that alone and in and of itself makes it a 10 out of 10 in my book. I absolutely love this game. I think my experience on stream made it even better, but even without the stream, I think I would have, I would have enjoyed this game a lot. And I see now that like I was very wrong. So I apologize for preaching the wrong word. I was very wrong about my take on Breath of the Wild. I think Breath of the Wild is one of the... Even through its flaws, I think it's one of the most special and unique games ever made. I don't think it's the best game ever made. And I don't stand by people saying that it innovated what it innovated in some of the open worlds that are coming out now. For instance, a lot of people are acting like the glider is something new that was never done in a game before. And I'm pretty sure it's not. I can't, I can't guarantee it, but like, that's something that I'm like, I can't buy that. That's the only game that does it. Uh, no fucking, uh, just cause had something like that, like it. So yeah, there's an example right there. It, it's just, it's not, it's not fully innovative. But the things that do make it innovative, like the creativity stuff, the 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 physics-based shit going on that just works, you know, the lightning, the fire, the the transference of like actual elements that happen, like kind of like in real life, you can actually do it in the game. If you have a wooden thing, you can kind of like set it on fire, no matter what. It'll take damage if it's not a torch, you know. There's there's like small mechanics there, and then like. If you have lightning, if, if you have a, a metal rod on your back, lightning will strike that shit. You got to quickly change it. I love shit like that. After I figured it out and what I was doing, that, that shit was so cool. Like, I love that it was actually 
It wasn't just you walking around in an open world. It was you walking around and interacting with the earth that you were on. Interacting with the leaves you were walking through. Interacting with the creatures you were running into. The water you were diving into. Everything was interactable. And I applaud it for that. How am I doing this with no hands? How am I doing this with no hands? But, man, absolutely adore this game. 10 out of 10. X Button Podcast is, uh, that's, that's, it's, that's our review. It's, it's, a, it's a great game. Uh, is it a perfect game? No. Is it game of the decade? Possibly, but I don't think so. I think I lean more God of War or Last of Us. So, I, I probably wouldn't put it over those simply from the experience I got from those. But, Breath of the Wild is definitely unique in many different ways and definitely special in many different ways. So it's a 10. And that's all I got to say about that. That's the stamp on it. I hope you guys have a fantastic Friday. I hope, I hope this was fun. I mean, you know, this was a a long episode. We got, we, got, we got a little longer because obviously we took off Wednesday. I had to catch up on some news stories. And the news stories, the news stories, uh, the news stories were juicy. You know, I absolutely love these news stories. Can't wait for the service. Can't wait for all of that. Um, can't wait for skate, but the main thing is I, I'm glad I finally got to put the nail in Breath of the Wild's coffin. You know, I was I was hating on it forever. I saw the light. I love it now, and it is one of my favorite games of all time for sure. One of my favorite games of all time. But you know, there's no but to it. It's just one of my favorites. Not my favorite, but one, not the favorite, but one of my favorites. So, uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to like caveat it and like, don't get it twisted. It's not perfect, but I love it. Um, so hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Come see me on, uh, the stream. Come see me on the stream, boys and girls. I'm on there. Uh, the link is in the description. Come leave a like and a sub, leave an Apple podcast review for me. Let me know how I did. Um, now that I like breath of the wild, hopefully I get some more. <laughs> I'm just I'm joking. Um, but uh, you can actually see my Breath of the Wild journey on YouTube. I have it all video demand. So you can literally just see my streams and just watch them on there. Um, I have live streams damn near every day. So if you want to see me play something, come in and request it. I might have it. Uh, if not, then I'll be playing random games. It's not always the same. So that's the joy of, of uh, liking and subbing to my channel. It's not going to be the same old stuff every day. I'm not a Warzone streamer. I'm not a Gran Turismo streamer. I'm not a Breath of the Wild streamer anymore. It's whatever happens, happens. So I appreciate you guys so, so, so much. I I love that you guys are sticking with the podcast and and, and actually coming to check it out. So uh, keep it up. I absolutely love it. And I will be back on Monday. Come check out the stream over the weekend and have a fantastic weekend yourself. Go show somebody you love how to play a game. Show them a new game. Put them on game with whatever game you're on. Hey, that was, that was a dope little line. That was a bar right there. Uh, and I will see you guys Monday. Later, guys.